Hello guys and welcome to Cup of Tea and Talks with G, a place where the natural and random conversation amongst friends, family and peers flow over a cuppa. Relaxed, funny and easygoing conversations where nothing is off limits and tangents are encouraged. Think of the chatty, fun and open conversations you have around the table when catching up with someone and you think, oh my god, imagine if somebody overheard what we're talking about because the conversation's gone down the most random and funny tangents. Well, that's what this podcast will be. I'll be speaking to different people from different walks of life with different experiences in each episode. So thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello guys and welcome to the first episode of Cup of Tea and Talks with G. Um, and if you didn't catch the trailer episode, that is me. My name is Grania. Um, but a lot of people know me as G, so that's where the name came from as such. So today's episode, um, it's going to be slightly different to the normal format. Um, the idea I have for this podcast is that I'm going to have some friends and family and different guests um, just coming on really and just having the, having the chats really, um, just talking about different topics, different different things that you know they are passionate about or they want to talk about or stories or experiences they've had and so yeah it's very much going to be a conversational sort of interview style without the obvious interview sort of format I don't want it to be formal and I love nothing more than the randomness of conversations that people just have unplanned and sort of off the cuff so I really wanted to keep that sort of tone and that sort of vibe but yeah today's episode is different in the sense that it's only me and the reason I've done it this way um a couple of reasons so one being obviously I would love you guys to get to know me a little bit better and obviously get what I'm about and sort of yeah just to know me and also I have been talking about doing this podcast for quite a long time and when I sort of thought maybe about three months ago okay I'm going to do it I'm going to start now an idea I had was coming up to my 30th birthday that I would do this this exact episode except three months ago I didn't get it started the fear crept in and I yeah I put it off for numerous random and small reasons but you know I justified why I couldn't do it at that time so anyway we're now here and it's now six days until my 30th birthday um so it's now Tuesday the 30th of June and my 30th birthday will be Monday the 6th of July so it actually tied in quite nicely because like I said you'll get to know me a little bit better um, and I'm still getting to do this episode that I've really sort of wanted to do and wanted to document as such so yeah like I said it's coming up to my 30th birthday and I wanted to talk about this topic because essentially I am excited to turn 30 um I'm not worried, I'm not nervous, I'm not sad. Um, I know there's a lot of, um, I suppose, talk and jokes around, oh, you're getting old and, oh my God, how do you feel? Now you're going to be in your 30s, you're so old. But like, for me, I'm like, my outlook and my opinion on it is that I feel really lucky and really privileged to be turning 30 without being morbid and sad there is so many people who don't get to turn 30 and don't get to experience 
more of life, making more memories, different events, etc., etc. So for me, I think it's actually a massive privilege to get to grow older because the older you get, the more experiences we have, the more memories we make um, and the more things we get to do really. So yeah, 30 for me is exciting because with every sort of milestone or new era and things like that, when, when you sort of change, although every birthday I do feel similar, obviously leaving my 20s and going into my 30s it just feels that little bit more special and I suppose that little bit more prominent so yeah I am excited I think we need to stop and stop putting this stigma around growing old and getting older because yeah like I said I'm really lucky I think everyone is really lucky and aging should be something that's celebrated which it is because obviously everyone has an amazing hopefully an amazing day on their birthday and you know they get loads of love and loads of attention so it's like yeah let's celebrate that outside of just our birthday and actually the the act that is getting older so yeah that's my viewpoint on that but also what I wanted to do was just sort of reflect and look back on what my 20s has been obviously as far as sort of milestone years and sort of ages go my 20s have been obviously the most drastic and influential and changeable years of my life obviously prior to that I had my well I suppose my years from 10 to 20 so my teenage years mainly and and although obviously there was a lot to be learned and a lot happened in that time from looking back on the past 10 years I don't think even the 20 years prior to that was any which way um as important or pivotal but I think that's the same for everybody we learn so much in our 20s we do so much in our 20s we try so much experience so much and it's hard to believe that it all happens within just 10 years like honestly because when I I jotted a few things down so that I remembered because like that I think things tend to blur into one and that was another reason why I wanted to record this podcast because I wanted to have like some sort of diary or some sort of memoir of what my 20s were so that because even now, looking back on the first few years of my 20s, it's a bit hazy. Um, so much has happened and I don't want to sort of forget it. So that's why I'm sort of documenting this and been able to sort of talk about it. So starting at my 20s. So like I said, my birthday is in July. So it's sort of halfway through the year. So th- some things are probably sort of in and around. But I'm sort of just talking generally in and around the time that I was 20. So I started my first full-time job, which was as a, an apprentice hairdresser um, for a local salon in Drottila at home. And this was my first time ever experiencing like the sort of nine to five full-time working hours, hour lunch breaks, that type of thing. And I really, really enjoyed it. I worked there. I ended up working there for almost three years and it was some of the best memories that I have and it was a job that I absolutely loved. I still look back on it now and think like just how how much fun it was. The people I worked with and the clients and customers that I got to deal with, I loved it. I thought, yeah, I thought it was amazing. So that was my first experience then. I also got my first car and learned how to drive. And at the time I felt so old because everyone was learning how to drive once they turned 17, including my twin sister. I forgot to mention I've got a twin sister, including her. On our 17th birthday, we both got insured on my mum's car. And I only got insured in the car because she wanted to. I had no interest in driving. But I thought, well, if she's going to learn how to drive and she's going to get insured, then I want that too. That was my birthday present and it literally went down the drain. I did three driving uh, lessons with an instructor hated every minute of it and then just stopped driving from then so um 
yeah, that wasn't a great idea of a birthday present because I didn't really want it. I just didn't want her to have that over me. Um, so yeah, I started then when I was 20, I'd sort of a few different things on. I also, alongside of working full time at the hair salon, I was teaching dancing. I've always sort of danced with my studio at home and my the stage girl at home, which was Simpson Stage Girl or Extreme Styles um, Studios. And we had so much different work and different things coming up in different places. And it just made sense to be able to drive. And honestly, learning how to drive has opened up so much opportunities for me. I know it's something that lots of people learn how to do, but it really, it just meant that everything was a little bit more easy. I felt so grown up. I felt so independent. And yeah, that was, like I say, at the start of my 20s. I did my driving test as well just before I turned 21 and I passed. So I did all that within within a year. And it honestly, I actually can't imagine now what, what the situation would be if I didn't do that then but I, I did it when I wanted to and I think that was the important thing because when I was 17 I didn't really want to do it I just did it so that like I said my twin sister didn't have one up on me and although she did because she continued it and learned how to drive and passed her full test within six months so yeah props to you Kiva for doing that so then I turned 21 and I for sure thought that I was a fully fledged grown-up mature adult and that was it like you couldn't tell me anything. There was nothing more for me to learn. I had done my childhood years. I had done my teen years. And now I was 21 and I could take on the world as such, which obviously I wish I had that mindset now because I think you couldn't have said boo to me then because um, I knew everything. So part of me wishes that I was still a little bit more like that. But then at the same time, part of me looks back and thinks how naive I was um, and how... I suppose how closed off I was from learning and from learn, um, listening to, to other people because I'm actually probably the complete opposite of that now. I don't think I know everything. I don't really want to know everything. I never want to stop learning. I never want to stop listening to other people's advice and guidance. But yeah, I think when you're at that age, you want to sort of prove things and you want to sort of show people what you're about and be the grown up that you think you're going to be. Um, and I'm just laughing because... This is no shade or no, I don't want to be patronising to anybody who is sort of in their early 20s because it's such an important time and you do learn so much about yourself over them years. But yeah, I really just didn't have a clue. I didn't have a clue of what I thought I did know. But yeah, you, you live and you learn, don't you? I also moved out when I was 21. I was a few months away from being 22 when I moved out with um, my boyfriend at the time. First time leaving home really nervous, really scared. I wasn't moving far, but I'd never sort of left home before. I'm very much, or I was, very much a home bird. Didn't even really like sleepovers. Still don't really like sleepovers. I really like my stuff, my way, my home comforts, all that type of thing. So um, this was a massive jump and a massive sort of learning curve. Loved having my own place once I got settled. Really enjoyed it. Was in a proper nice little routine. I was very much... I think I d decided, so like I said, I moved out when I was nearly 22. Then within my early years, sort of from 21 to 22, I thought that that was it. I thought that this was my life. This was how things were going to be. This is how it was all going to plan out. And this had all fallen into place. And I was genuinely happy. So this isn't me saying like... um that was it. I genuinely was happy. I was working full time in a salon that I was really happy in. 
obviously there was parts and bits and pieces that I wasn't happy with but overall I was really happy I was still able to teach dancing I was still able to do some really creative and fun things and then like that I had this really nice house that I was living in um, and renting and I didn't really see the need to want or consider changing any of it as such and I was like yeah this is going to be me now and I'll just go down the path of you know hopefully getting engaged and hopefully having kids and yeah like I was genuinely really really happy with that plan and really excited to see what what happened next and then sort of the second half of being 22 and I suppose within the whole of my 20s this was one of the biggest turning points of my life the biggest sort of change that I'd ever experienced and it was that my relationship at the time had ended it meant that I moved back home and um, so I moved back home to live with it was my dad and my little sister Emma and it, that that was the dynamic in the family home that I left to move out and literally within 10 months it was as if so much had changed when I moved back um, I think I was a little bit of a different person. I'd started going out. I never really went out when I was younger. I'd started going out. I'd started partying a little bit more. Um, yeah, just being sort of young and sort of um, silly. And, you know, we worked Tuesdays to Saturdays. So we'd go out on a Sunday night because we had Mondays off. And that just became a regular every Sunday night. But, like, I loved it. Honestly, it's some of my fondest memories are my Sunday nights out with Christina and the girls and Nadine and yeah that was sort of something that I started to do when I moved out so then when I moved back home obviously number one my dad wasn't used to seeing me going out and partying all the time and was worried because obviously I'd moved back after a breakup so he was obviously worried that that I was going crazy and I was um that I was like acting out and sort of um maybe being a bit destructive but thankfully I don't think that was the case I think it was just a continuation of sort of missing out on years of going out and sort of being young and just silly with the girls as such so yeah that happened and that just obviously threw my whole world up into the air the life that I had sort of thought was gonna naturally progress was completely taken away from me and although it was pretty much my choice due to a few different factors it was still something that just shocked me and sort of scared me I suppose because I didn't have a plan and for the first time since I can remember making plans for my life I was without one and didn't know where to go next didn't know how do I do this it was yeah it was daunting but it was also the first time sort of like I said in my teens and adult life that I was single again and I really enjoyed the independence that it gave me I really enjoyed the fact that I could just be on my own that I didn't have to like rely on anybody else I didn't have to answer to anybody else I could sort of make my plans as and when I pleased me whoever I wanted and yeah that sort of independence and individuality just really sort of gave me some some really good confidence and experiences that I'd never had before so yeah it was definitely a massive turning point but also a really important one I think and then also when I was sort of not far into moving back home I decided extremely randomly I actually can still remember the time it was like a Wednesday or Thursday afternoon I was applying a colour tint to one of the client's roots and I remember she like I can't remember who it was in particular but I remember that she didn't want to talk she was reading a magazine which was absolutely fine obviously but it obviously meant that I was sort of stood there for 15-20 minutes not talking either and then my thoughts started to go and for some reason I was thinking 
oh, it's really sad. I'm not going to be able to go on holidays this summer um, because all my friends were in relationships at the time. How am I going to go on holidays? I don't want to go with a couple on my own, but then who else do I go with because I have nobody? And then literally, like a light bulb, it was like, I'm going to go away on my own this summer. And then I was like, right, actually, I'm going to go away and work this summer on my own. And as soon as I finished applying that tint, I went straight to the back of the salon where we'd sort of stand and wait um, when we weren't sort of working, took my phone out, and just looked up working abroad for the summer and then loads of uh, websites loads of things came up and I was like right that's it I'm doing it and I didn't even think twice about it like that was it like I think I told the girls I was working with, I was like I'm gonna do this they were like when did you decide this and I was like 10 minutes ago but it was like it, I just couldn't change my mind after that so I looked into it contacted a company I wanted to go to Zanti in Greece I don't know why I just did my dad said I wasn't going to Santi in Greece. There wasn't a hope in hell that I was going to Zanti in Greece. So I messaged the company and I was like, look, I want to go to Zanti, but you know, I'm traveling on my own. I don't know anybody. I've never done anything like this before. What would you recommend? And they said, well, our main base and our hub is Tenerife. So we'd obviously recommend that you go to there because we know it really, really well. It was the longest going resort they had and et cetera, et cetera. So said to my dad, right, can I go to Tenerife? And he had been to Tenerife and he knew it was like, and he was like, yeah, you're allowed to go to Tenerife. So that was that, that was that decided. Didn't tell many people, told my friends, told obviously the people I worked with within the stage girl, told my family and that, but didn't really do much about it. I still get memories and time hop popping up sort of every year and I I can read into it I know you know when people do it, I'm so annoying you know when people do them vague statuses when they're like oh something so exciting coming or I can't believe I've just done that but like with no context at all like yeah I, I did them quite a lot but I now know looking back what was happening and it was that I had like paid my deposit to, to go with this company who sort of help you with your first month they you've got your first month's accommodation they introduce you to people because there's 15 other people well 14 other people that go out on the same day as you so you do like uh, bar crawls together and parties together and barbecues together and beach days all within that first week and then they also help you get your work and all these sort of things they sort of they sort of look after the whole first month to get you sort of settled in and sort of help you um figure it all out so paid the deposit to them and then I booked my flights and I booked my flight was booked and I did have a return flight booked solely because I had told Mary who was my boss and is um I don't know one of the I suppose one of the main and most um important people in my life that I was gone and she just asked look go for it amazing like have the best time but we have we had an annual summer camp with the stage girl and the dance studios every year she said can you be back in time for that so I was like 100% so booked my flights around that and came back and told my boss in the salon I think about six weeks in advance and I wanted to give a a little bit of notice because it was a small salon and you don't want to leave anybody in the lurch either so told them they were obviously shocked but really happy for me really supportive and there was quite a few people that had opinions at the time like of no badness and I don't think anyone ever sort of gives their experience or their guidance or their opinion to hurt you I think it was just out of a place of fear but I did get oh my god you're crazy you know there's not full-time jobs out there and now you're leaving a full-time job for a couple of weeks away in the summer and what are you going to do when you come back where are you going to work blah 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 all this type of stuff but I just I just knew I had to go and I also knew that 
look, it would work itself out. Like what was the worst thing that could happen? So I stuck to my guns and I did it. And I went on the 18th of June, 2013, got on the flight on my own um, and went out to Tenerife. And I was petrified. I was petrified the week of, and I was petrified on the way to the airport and I was petrified on the flight and all that. Um, just the whole idea that I literally didn't know anybody. We did have a group chat set up though. Um, so we got to know who was going to be sort of there at the same time. We knew there was, um, I was meeting two girls from Cork in the airport and we were getting the flight together. So I got to meet the two girls, Kelly and Amy. And we also knew there was going to be three people on a flight from Gatwick arriving at the same time as us. And we'd all get brought to our accommodation together. And that was Dan, Nathan and Zara. But yeah, other than that, I'd never met any of these people before. So I was just hoping that we'd get along and that somebody would like me and that I'd make friends. But anyway, long story short, stayed out in Tenerife for seven weeks. Loved every single minute of it. Like, would tell anybody who's ever considered doing something like that. Like I say, it was only seven weeks, so it's not as if I was gone. Like some people do these seasons from the start of May until almost end of October, November time. So this was this was my sort of little bit of breaking away and sort of freedom um but it honestly was the best thing I've ever done I still look back at it with the fondest of memories we were living like we were living in some absolutely horrible places there was at one stage after our first month where because none of us decided that we wanted to work we just wanted to party so we had no money for our second month's accommodation so 10 of us got together and booked a three bed studio apartment so three single beds between the 10 of us uh, one bathroom I don't even know how we afforded that to be honest but it was crazy it was messy but it honestly was is some of my fondest memories and some of the stories and the relationships that we have from that is yeah it's just so so special and one of them relationships being with Nathan who like I said we met at Tenerife airport who came off to fly from Gatwick just out there sort of started started to sort of see each other started to get to know each other obviously really liked each other but I didn't really think anything much of it I had become a little bit cynical a little bit close a little bit guarded about I suppose like I went out and I, was like, I don't want any fellas and you know this is I'm just going out here to have a good time blah 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 I don't want to meet anybody and even though we were sort of seeing each other out there I still was like look I know for a fact that this is a holiday romance and when I go home and you go home we'll probably never see each other again um, and even with people saying to us are you sure like do you not think you give it a go I was like no don't be silly like th- these things never work out so obviously when I left I was really upset he was going to be out there for another week and then he was going back to England and I was really upset because obviously I really liked him but you know it is what it is it's one of them things I get over it and you know we'd be grand and then when he came back we did stay in contact quite a bit and um, everyone at home obviously been like who's this Nathan fella you keep getting tagged in photos with him oh he's just a friend he's just a friend the usual and then he said that he had a little bit more time off work before he had to go back in September and could he come over to see me for a week or six days in September so I said yeah of course but um same thing again like you know just as friends like we can just meet up catch up I told my family none of them were meeting him like all this stuff like no 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 don't be ridiculous and a couple of days into his trip he said to me look do you think that we could actually give this a go actually doing a long distance relationship and sort of seeing what happened and although I thought it was crazy and thought that it was never going to work I said yes um and we did 
so this was now I was 23 at this stage so I was now 23 had just come back from a summer working abroad had no job or no sort of idea what to do next and had just decided that I was going to get into a a long distance relationship so yeah there was a load of change like I said 22 23 sort of biggest changes of my life so we started seeing each other for a year long distance he'd come over and then about a month later I'd go over for a weekend and we'd sort of alternate that every four or five weeks but very early on I said to him look I need to know that there's an end goal or there's going to be some sort of something to look forward to at the end of this because I really wasn't enjoying long distance and I know loads of people do it and loads of people sort of do it for long term but for me it just wasn't what I wanted I felt like I was in limbo I didn't want to go out with my single friends because I wasn't single but then I didn't want to sit in on the weekends because I had nobody to sit in on the weekends with so it was this constant sort of torn battle of I'm in a relationship but yeah I've got none of the sort of perks of actually being in a relationship so we decided that I would move over um, at some stage within the next year so we sort of said maybe started the summer and we just sort of play it by ear and sort of do that so that was sort of a loose plan but we'd no sort of idea how that would work what would work what would we do where would we live like loads of different stuff to consider but yeah, when I turned 24 in the July, four weeks later, I hopped on a plane with Nate and moved to, well, I moved to Gosport, which for anyone who doesn't know, it's sort of near Portsmouth, near Southampton, and moved over there to see what, or should I say over here, moved over here to see what was going to happen and what was next. So obviously that was a massive life change and a lot of a lot of things had to be considered and planned out. I got my first sort of like office job. I'd never done an office job before. Never thought I'd want to sort of the nine to five office job. I was working in an insurance company. I worked there for a few months and then I got a job in a recruitment company sort of as a trainee recruiter. And I suppose it was seen as like my first career um, because obviously I'd never heard of recruitment before, but obviously haven't looked, in, looked into it when I heard about it quite a good career and sort of good money earner and sort of yeah just a a job that you could sort of do for quite a long time so started that job in the February and then in the June just before I turned 25 myself and Nate bought our first house now I say myself and Nate bought our first house Nate had been saving since he was probably about 12 years old uh no since he was about 16 he started saving for his first house like just little bits and pieces to put away and we sort of met in the middle when we talked about me moving because when I said I was moving over I said right let's move out and rent together obviously he didn't want to do that because he'd been saving all this money for the mortgage and didn't want to then start eating into it to to pay rent so what we did for the first 10 months or year of me living there was we lived thankfully with his mom and his stepdad and his sister in his family home and like yeah so lucky that they let us do that but I said to him, obviously, that can't be a long term thing either, because for us and our relationship, we'd just gone from seeing each other once a month in different countries to then living in a bedroom together. So it was complete polar opposites and a complete shell shock and not a strain, but obviously quite a bit of a, a struggle or a strain on our relationship because we just sort of went, like I said, from one extreme to the next. Um, so I said, look, if we can't rent, then can we look to buy sooner? So started looking for houses and put got this house in Portsmouth and we got the keys on the 16th of June all thankfully to Nate like he 
he put so much time and effort and obviously financial into this house um getting it ready and doing it up alongside his mom and his dad and his stepdad and his friends and myself and within a few months we were able to move in so 25 just got our first house living in Portsmouth got this good career it's all going in the right direction um got a promotion from a trainee recruiter to a, a recruitment consultant so back again at this that's it life set out I know what's going to happen over the next few months next few years but unfortunately I suppose so much had happened and so much had changed that I wasn't necessarily feeling as confident or as happy or as secure as I had done previously in my life and yeah things started to sort of take a bit of a toll on our relationship and just on on me I suppose in general my my levels of happiness and my confidence like I said and that sort of carried on into sort of my year I've been 26 can't really remember much that's the thing I've wrote all this down but I cannot really remember much of a differentiation between 25 and 26 other than the house I remember 26 we had so quite a lot of rocky moments in our relationship we were only together about um two and a bit years at this stage and we had already like done a year long distance a year living in Nate's family home and then just bought our first house so we'd so much sort of going on but yeah things weren't great unfortunately I was unhappy I kept wanting because another thing we spoke about when I talked about moving was that we'd move and I but that within five years or something that we'd move back to Ireland together and I just had this constant need and I suppose I was this constant nag asking when can we move when are we moving so when do you think that we're going to move back to Ireland so what's our plans just constant and I can imagine how much stress that caused to Nath and obviously how much stress and tension that put on our relationship because he couldn't give me them answers and I don't even think I really wanted them answers I just didn't know what was going on and I was a bit all over the shop and the April that I was 26 I obviously always remember this but we had probably the biggest sort of pivotal moment in our relationship as to whether this is going to work or this isn't going to work and I after a massive argument like the argument was so small and so ridiculous but it was just a build-up of everything so after this argument I I'd actually booked a flight whilst Nate wasn't in the house and I'd booked a taxi to bring me to Southampton airport and I was just gonna go um without even seeing him then he came home and then we were talking and then obviously we we're trying to sort of sort it out and then get a phone call to say that my taxi's outside so cancelled it and then obviously rang the airline and was like oh I booked it wrong like it was after midnight I meant to book it for tomorrow blah 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 and thankfully they just let me change the flight to the Sunday evening which gave myself and Nate like I think a bit of the weekend to sort of talk things through sort of um clear the air not be angry but yeah it was absolutely horrible I'm not getting upset but obviously it was just so it was so scary because so much had happened we'd done so much we'd gotten through so much and it was just annoying to think that anything bad could happen now because it was like we've gotten through all the hard stuff this is when it should start to get easy so I hopped on the flight on the Sunday night I don't even I didn't even have a return flight I don't think but I knew I was only going to go for a few days um I didn't tell anyone in work I rang in sick I literally rang in sick and said that I wasn't well and did that I think for two days but I wasn't even in the country I was in Ireland I didn't tell anyone I was coming home I told my twin sister Kiva when I was in Southampton airport because I needed a lift and I said is there any chance you can collect me so that I don't have to ring mum or dad 
So she collected me and when I landed in Dublin airport, I rang mom and dad and said, just so you know, I'm in Dublin um, and I'm on the way home and don't worry, I'm okay, but I just need to come back. So came home, told my best friend Nadine as well. And she was like, she was like, I'll come in, we'll chat. And then she was like, do you want to go out? And although it was probably not the the thing that you would think that was a good idea, it was such a good idea. I literally was just like, yeah, let's just go out because when I go on nights out with Nadine, anyone who knows me and Nadine will know that it doesn't matter who else is out, it doesn't matter what else is going on, it doesn't matter who else is in wherever we are, we just have the best time, the silliest time, um, some of the happiest times when we're just dancing like Egypts. Um, we don't take ourselves serious, we don't, um, we don't worry about what anybody thinks and it was a Sunday night, the nightclub was dead, music was great and the two of us just danced and talked and yeah it was actually really really needed so then the next day sort of spent a bit of time with my mom talking and a bit of time with my family and she was asking you know what's what's my problems and what's his problems and blah 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 and I kept going back to the he can't tell me when we're going to move home like I need to know what we're going to be where we're going to be and what we're going to be doing in the next five years and she said to me where were you this time five years ago? And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, where were you this time five years ago? And I was like, well, I was working in the hair salon and I was living out in my own rented house and blah, 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 blah. And she was like, exactly. She was like, and did you know then that this is where you were going to be? Did you know then that you were going to be living in England with your boyfriend and that you were going to be doing this as a job and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no. And she was like, so what's the point in planning for five years then? She said, if you didn't know what your outcome was going to be five years ago, how do you think that you're going to plan for the next five years ahead? And it was like this like epiphany because I've always been somebody who's wanting to know sort of my long-term goals, my long-term plans. And although I think it is important to have goals and I suppose a loose plan, um, I was very specific on in the five years, where are we going to be? What are we going to do? So that was like a bit of a wake-up call and a bit of a realisation that actually, yeah, everything has worked out so far. Um, and whether I've planned it or not, it's taken the course that it was naturally meant to take. Um so came back um we both sort of decided right let's give this a proper go let's see how see what happens and thankfully it all just went in the right direction so when I turned 26 I also started with Neptune Girls which is if you don't know we're a dance school um but it also is about empowerment confidence building um on the south coast and I had just started a couple of months by the time that or a couple of weeks by the time that I had started attending the classes so I started going back to sort of dancing which I hadn't done in two years and I actually really really missed because I danced my whole life and yeah things just started to look up was doing really well in work was sort of getting to go on incentives I went to Ibiza um was like making some good money making good commission um Myself and Nate, we were starting to get really sort of happy again. Sort of, I suppose we took a lot of pressure off ourselves and off our relationship. Um, we spent the year that I was 26, we spent the Christmas in Malaysia and Langkawi and we spent New Year's and sort of the week in between New Year's and Christmas in Australia with my best, my other best friend, Neve. I think that's when I sort of realised that I didn't need to have all these plans and I didn't need to what I'd sort of set as my goals weren't necessarily my goals that I if there was anything I wanted to do like going to Australia which I never ever thought was possible that I could just go on a holiday to Australia I don't know why I think I just 
everything was quite small in regards to what I thought I could achieve. Um, the fact that we were able to go to Australia, save up the money and book the flights and go made me realise that I could do so much stuff and so much exciting stuff and myself and Nate could do it together because he's quite driven as well. So in a sense, we sort of bounced off each other. And then by the time I turned 27, I was actually engaged to Nate for about three months. We got engaged in the April. So literally 12 months in the difference from sitting at my mom's table telling her that we probably weren't going to last to 12 months later in the April sitting at my mom's table telling her that we'd just gotten engaged. Um, we had started planning our wedding um, for August 2019 and we were in the process of buying a new house and moving to a new house. Um, work was still going really well. Dancing was going really well with Neptune Girls. I'd started teaching again, which I absolutely love and I really, really missed. Um, like I said, I'd stopped when I moved over because I didn't know where to go or what to do or sort of how to do it. I'd only ever sort of thought for um, the stage girl and the studios um, alongside some other sort of outside product projects. But yeah, over in England, it was just a different kettle of fish altogether. So yeah, started, everything was sort of really, really good. 28th I've just wrote really comfortable really confident and really happy with myself and that's genuinely what I think of my 28th and um, my year of being 28 should I say it was my 29th year but my year of being 28 and then when I turned 29 it was it's easily been the biggest year of my life so far so much has happened so much has changed Um, we've achieved so much Um, so in August um, so a month after turning 29 I got married which obviously it was amazing it was the best day of both of our lives the best weekend we got married in Ireland we had so many friends and family from Ireland and England and Australia and yeah it was just so special for us to be able to get all them people in one place because we'd never had that before to have all our family and friends in one place at the same time so that was amazing I'd also decided that I was going to quit my full-time job because I wasn't enjoying it anymore and I wasn't happy and it wasn't sort of, it wasn't something that I was enjoying. So I'd made the decision, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit this job, but I wasn't looking for another job. Thankfully, I spoke to Nate and he was happy for me to sort of take a bit of time out, figure my stuff out. And yeah, I suppose, just give myself some time to think instead of just jumping into the next opportunity. So started doing that as of the October, still lots of uncertainty but happy because so much stuff start has started to fall into place I'm getting to do more work that I'm enjoying I'm getting to be more creative I'm getting to be more involved with Neptune Girls I've recently become Neptune Girls dance manager so like this is all stuff that wasn't planned this was all stuff that I didn't know was going to happen but t completely trusting in divine timing and um, stuff like that it's been something that I think had to sort of all fall into place and it's all got its sort of order and um, I just trusted that the process would work and that I'd end up where I'm meant to be and I'm still on the journey now but I'm definitely know that I'm headed in the right direction and I'm going to continue on this path. We also got our first baby, we got our first dog Simba um, who is literally the best thing that we've ever done we got Simba in December um so he's eight months old now and he honestly is our baby we've got no plans on having actual human babies anytime soon so he has massively um just come in and sort of just get we've got that extra person and little little being to give so much love and attention to and also in my 29th year we have experienced our first ever lockdown 
obviously the whole world has gone through it due to the coronavirus, COVID-19. And yeah, like that has been a massive learning curve, I think for everybody. But it's just mad because I've really, well, along with everybody, have had to slow down, stop, reconsider things, plan different things, think about things from moving forward. Um, And it's just weird that it sort of happened at the end of my 20s because... Like I said, I like to reflect and look back on things, but it's given me so much more time and so much more clarity to sort of look back on my 20s and on my last few years and sort of now moving forward into my 30s. What's that going to look like? What am I going to do? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Also, going to put that out there, my 29th year, I've started my first podcast, um, which has also been my first ever project or um thing that is mine that is 100% mine that I own and I've created and I can put sort of love and attention and time into so that's exciting because I've never got to do anything like this before or have never had the confidence or the self-belief to do it so yeah 29 has been a good year my 20s have been absolutely amazing like I said I have learned so much like in 10 years I cannot believe so much has happened what I've learned what I've experienced and yeah I'm really really excited to see in the next 10 years throughout my 30s what's going to happen next and what am I going to experience and hopefully this podcast will continue and I can take you all along with me on the journey so hope you enjoyed this one and like I said it's different to the normal format and we will be starting our interview podcast from the next one on so yeah I hope you feel like you know me a little bit better I hope you want to come back and hear more so yeah thank you for listening and I cannot wait to see you back here again soon hopefully thank you bye thanks for listening guys and I hope you enjoyed this episode if you did it would honestly mean the world if you would leave a review I would genuinely appreciate that. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please hit the subscribe button so you get notified of any future episodes. Thanks again, guys, and I'll hopefully see you back here soon. Lots of love, Jake.